Welcome to CooperCast White Chocolate Part 1. This is your host, Al's Biscuit, John Sachs. We talk about the various Vino brothers, including Uncle Floyd, Stax musicians, Duck Dunn, and Steve Cropper. We're here talking with Al Cooper about his album, White Chocolate, which is presumably the last kind of studio album in Al's career. What was the one after it? That's the thing. There is no one after. Before that was 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 Black Coffee, and your next album is going to be the box set. But we don't suspect you of going back in the studio to do another album. So white, white chocolate. What's be, a studio? A studio. It's uh. What is a studio? I don't know. I know what a kitchen and a bathroom are now. Studio is a small apartment where there's uh, everything is in one room. Right. That's where a lot of great albums were recorded in one room. All right. So first of all, I wanted to... Uh, this album came out in 2013. That was my lucky year. Was it? Yeah. Mm. There was a guy named Dave Roberts who was credited with being engineer on quite a lot of things. Yeah. Friend, like, is he a Berkeley guy or a buddy? I don't know where I met him. Hmm. Okay. I don't recall where I met him, but he did all sound from me. Yeah. Okay. Like when I played live, he'd mix the sound. Well, and if I spoke somewhere, he'd come and mix it and like that. All right. Well, he's on almost every track <clears throat> as the engineer. And also, I was going to say, it seems like that there's a lot of the funky faculty playing on this record, like uh, like uh, Jeff Stout and Daryl Lowry and Lowry Lowry. And a question for you: This is a real trivia. On the first album, he was simply referred to the guitarist as Bob Dozima, but now he has the nickname Dino on this album. Mm-hmm. Bob Dino Dozima. Well, you. He is an amazing guitar player. Yeah, okay. I wonder what he's doing today. Well, same thing he was doing then. Uh, teaching at Berkeley. Teaching at Berkeley, okay. Unless they're all they're all in retirement time, probably. Yeah, okay. Well, the first song on the record is called Love Time. And I should say, with one exception possible exception. This whole album has got a lot of horns, a lot of, right? It's like well, a, that was my band. That's your band, right. So I'm just saying that this is a, uh, uh, like Black Coffee, it's got strong arrangements with lots of lots of horns happening. Uh, well, they're companion albums. That's why they're named that. Okay. And on the first song, this guy named Cooper plays guitar, keyboards, mandolin, percussion, strings, and lead vocals. But the strings are through keyboard? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But the mandolin's real? Yep. All right. Shows so the guitar. Real guitar, okay. All right, second song is called You Never Know Till You Get There. This is some acoustic guitar by Al Gorgoni. Mm-hmm. Is he a Berkeley guy? No, he's a New York studio musician. Okay. Now, the first line 
of you never know till you get there. Is, I was riding on some Mayflower in the middle of the night. Yes, which is riding on the Mayflower. You borrowed that line from Dylan's song, I was riding on the Mayflower. Now, I was trying to remember what song. I was riding on the Mayflower when I thought I spied some land. That's like middle-era Dylan. But the rest of the song doesn't is not like a takeoff on Dylan or anything, is it? No, I mean, that lyric has a, a lot of stuff like that in it, like that in it. That, uh, of that song, okay. Quoting other songs and... Not concept. necessarily, but, but yeah. it's a clever lyric. Well, later in this album, we'll get to where you do uh, an actual Bob Dylan song, which is takes a lot to laugh, it takes a train to cry. We'll get there, it's cut number five. Song number three is Calling You, and this one is another one of the songs that is completely done by Al Cooper. All of the instrumentation, everything is by Al, except one thing. You didn't write it. it no, it's from a movie. By B. Telson. Who is B. Telson? The director of the movie. And he wrote the song? Yeah. Huh. According to Wikipedia, or according to something, he's currently living and working in Argentina. Okay. I remember talking to him on the phone. Right. I do remember that. The fourth song on the record is I Love You More Than Words Can Say. This was written by Booker T. Jones and Eddie Floyd. Now, Booker T. Jones is a well-known name. Eddie Floyd, should I, we know is his name more? A co-founder of the vocal group The Falcon. Well, not only that, but he had hit records on stacks. Right. Later on this album, two songs later, we have a song we'll discuss called Stacks Ability, which is your tribute to Stacks Records. And uh, Mr. Dozima does a fantastic guitar solo on that. He always does. Yeah. This one jumped out at me. Song number five, It Takes a Lot to Laugh, parentheses, It Takes a Train to Cry, written by Bob Dylan. And you did this on Super Session, on the Stephen Still side, I think? Yeah, but it was, I did it fast. Okay. Now there's a baritone saxophone player named Jerry Vivino. That name Vivino is so familiar. That's he, Jimmy's brother. I suspected it was his brother. Okay. Is he a studio sax player? Mm-hmm. God, that's a musical family. Yes. Must be wicked pissing when they get together. And then there's um, a third brother. Also in music? No, in comedy. Really? Stand-up, dude? Uncle Floyd. He goes by the name of Uncle Floyd? Yeah. Oh, check him out. I think he's retired. Still, it must be fun when all of them get together, I would think. He's the oldest. Who is? Uncle Floyd. Oh, okay. okay. Says Horns Overdubbed at the Magic Shop Studios by Steve Rosenthal. The horns in this version of Takes a Lot to Laugh are, are very strong. Oh, what? The horns are of a very strong presence. You mean they're loud in the mix? Yeah, but they're also a big part of the arrangement. They're not, you know, like incidental, so... Song number six, also written by Mr. Cooper, is I Cried So Hard. Another song. It's another song, yeah. Well, every song is actually another song, except yep. the ones that are the same song. This brings us to the seventh song, which is called Stax Ability, and clearly this is a tribute to Stax Records. 
and you have none other than the actual Donald Duck Dunn playing bass, and on elect one of the electric guitars is Stax's Steve Cropper. Mm-hmm. That must. Have, did you go down to Memphis? I'm trying to think where we did it. Recorded June 12, 2007 at Magic Shop Studios, New York City, engineered by Stephen Rosenthal. Okay. Overdubs done at Subterranean Homesick Studio, Somerville, which is your basement. If I mm -hmm. okay. No, but they played at that studio. Yeah. Is that the first time you actually played with those guys? No. You play with them a lot? Yeah. Over the years. When I lived in Nashville... Uh, I was very good friends with Steve Cropper. Mm. Their legend was increased by their presence in um, in the Blues Brothers movie. They were like actually in there playing uh, instruments with Aretha singing as a waitress on the counter. This has been Coopercast White Chocolate Part One, brought to you by Bon Bons. Submit questions for Al at alcooper.com on the Coopercast page.